Hey, welcome to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime. All right, so in the meantime, I have decided to do a little bit of a reset, and I'm kind of calling it 30 Days of Excellence. I mean, it's nothing new. People do that all the time. But my brother and I, we were both talking about it, Nate Riggs, and uh, we were like, let's do it. Let's just get after it. Let's just get some good things um, implemented into our lives. A couple things. Like one, just, hey, you know what? I want to spend 30 days not complaining, not whining, uh, looking for the good, looking for the positive. I think I'll do a, maybe tomorrow, I'll talk about the difference between coach and critic. And I want to live into being like a coach. I want the lifetime perspective of coach, not the lifetime perspective of critic where I'm always looking for what's wrong, right? But uh, yesterday was good. It was a great day. I did the things that I was um, hoping to do, read and write and vlog and podcast and do get things done at work. I uh, had my camera with me all day and I didn't realize that there was a smudge on the lens after my dog had licked it uh, with his nose or hit it with his nose. And so a lot of my footage was useless, but uh, that's okay. That's part of the learning process, I think. And uh, speaking of, I've talked about it before, but the book Excellence Wins um, by the Horst Schultz. He is the creator of, uh, founder of um, uh, the Ritz Carlton. So he knows a thing or two about excellence. Never stayed there, but uh, maybe the Ritz one day will let me stay there for um, for a lesser price, or maybe I'll video it or something. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yesterday was great. Worked out a little bit, ran a mile. It's what I'm going to try to do every day, and it's crazy how sore I am just from that. Um, all right. You know, I think that a big part of it, again, is just not necessarily trying to do more, but do more of what matters and just have less distractions. And uh, so I actually, I'm going to plan, I have a little list for myself. I'm going to plan on making it a little bit of a nicer list and uh, having that at some point here. I'll probably put it in the uh, captions of the podcast and all my socials and stuff like that. Just kind of saying, here's the things that I'm trying to do and implement. um, a big part of excellence, I think, is is like time awareness, being aware of where you're putting your time in. And uh, I like kind of this phrase, getting better with time, because I think it has a double meaning, right? Um, on one hand, it's, it's just you getting better. Every day, you can get a little bit better, and it's over a period of time. You don't have to get so much better, right, in one day. Um, then, I also think the second meaning is literally just getting better with time. How you use your time, how you invest it, uh, are you being mindful of it, and um, that is kind of why I like that phrase, getting better with time, double meaning. Our time is so valuable, but uh, unfortunately, we spend it without intention and still of investing our time. So even that idea, we talk about time usually as, well, I spent time doing this or I spend time over here or whatever. And we're not thinking investing, right? So we know with money, like if you're talking to a, a financial consultant or whatever, they're going to say, hey, don't just spend your money, invest it. And that just means put it in places where ultimately you're going to get a nice return and uh, you're going to get, um, I don't know, better with it over time. <laughs> so um, here's some crazy stats about spending time. And I read this in, um, I'm reading right now a book called The uh, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And uh, I think, again, that's where I'm like, I don't want people to think when I say, 
you know, I want to spend 30 days of excellence. That doesn't mean you're going to get everything right. Really, it's just more of a doing things intentionally, being aware of your mishaps or, okay, I could have done this differently or whatever, right? And not necessarily like, okay, I have to have everything marked down within 15 minutes uh, in my schedule and know where I'm going to be and what I'm going to do. That's that's not what I mean by excellence. I just mean really just awareness in general. And so today we'll talk about time. So here's some crazy stats out of the book, uh, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, written by John Mark Comer. It says, by the age of 21... The average guy, this is insane, spends 10,000 hours playing video games. By 21, the average guy will have played 10,000 hours. I tried to think back and I'm like, you know, that could have been me. I played a lot of video games um, before college and even while I was in college. Here's what's insane. Malcolm Gladwell, an incredible writer and researcher, in his book, Outliers, talks about the research he did that shows that 10,000 hours of intentional practice of anything makes one a master. So if it's kind of in your giftings, um, like you're just kind of good at it in general, not, you don't have to be great at it to start, but just decent. Like you can do it and you're like, man, I want to get better at it. If you spend 10,000 hours doing that, you will be a master of it. So this could be woodworking, being a musician, writing, speaking, painting, any kind of art, right? Uh, doctors, teachers, pastors, anything where you're like, hey, I want to be intentional about how I invest my time in this skill or this thing that I do. So it takes 10,000 hours to be a master of something. And yet the average guy spends 10,000 hours being on a video console of some sort, video game console. So that literally means by the age 21, most uh, guys are almost masters, right? of video games. Okay, here we go. The average American, you and I, and I could probably agree with this, right? Spends 705 hours a year on social media. All you have to do, by the way, if you have an iPhone, is you can check your time, how much time you're spending on each app. And so that's crazy. And um, I would probably say that's pretty accurate for me. Okay. The average American spends 2,000 737 hours watching TV a year. So just binge watching Netflix, going through series. I thought about that. My wife and I, we've kind of been in a season the last month, I'd say, where we have watched very little TV, maybe an episode or two uh, at nighttime as we fall asleep of The Office or Bar Meets World because that's on Disney Plus now, right? Uh, But have we've backed off a little bit but there was definitely times where uh we spent a lot of time watching tv and i would say you know what this this stat's probably pretty accurate okay now compare that those stats to this stat the average american can read 200 to 400 words a minute now I read that and I thought, man, I don't know. I am a super slow reader. I doubt it. So I put my book down and I went online and I typed in speed reading test or whatever. And I took one and I read, this blew my mind, I read 205 words a minute and I consider myself a slow reader, truly. So let's say you're just at 150 words a minute or 100, right? Like that's still a decent amount of words that you're reading. All right. Now, if you read one hour and 15 minutes every day, now don't let that don't let that stress you out if you're like, man, I never read. That's okay. You don't have to start reading an hour and 15 minutes, build up to that, right? But if you read an hour and 15 minutes, minutes every day, the average reader at 200 words a minute will read between 150 to 200 books a year. 
That is, that is mind blowing. Like that truly blows my mind. That's two to three books. Um, a week, I think, okay? So if consuming TV and social media adds up to 3,442 hours a year, like that's your average, you don't even have to completely cut it out, right? I think sometimes it's like either or. I either read or like and watch no TV or I just continue doing what I'm doing and not read, right? No, you don't have to get rid of it completely. In fact, you could just spend 400 hours a year reading and still have 3,042 hours left that you can devote fully to TV and social media consumption. That's crazy, right? So uh, really incredible. And imagine all that you could learn and all that you could read and, and inform yourself about in a year if you just invested your time this way. You just took 400 words from the bank of social media consumption or 400 hours and put it towards reading. Think about what else you could do in a year. Think about if you shaved another 1,000 hours off your TV and social media consumption. Like that is, that's crazy. Like the amount of time we spend on it is, I mean, literally blows my mind. And that's YouTube. That's literally everything, right? Um, but another 1,000 hours, you could do something. You could become a great gardener or writer or really good at walking. I don't know. There's a lot of things that you could do with that time. And you'd still have 2,042 hours left for social media and TV. And I just feel like we should be investing our time better instead of just spending it, right? Um, and I get it. Even my wife and I, we were like, you know, there's a lot of things you can learn from watching TV or watching YouTube, whatever. I'm a part of the masterclass uh, um, website. And basically there are masters who have done things for over 10,000 hours and are teaching you about it. And so it's like, I watch an episode or two of that a day and they're, you know, they're like 12 to 20 minutes long and you learn something. It's really educational. So I don't think that is totally wrong. Uh, but again, another just different way to invest your time. Um, but imagine, like I said, what if you were saying, okay, I'm going to try to read 400 hours this year and then I want to even try and spend another 500 to a thousand hours doing something that's really going to help me, right? And, and, and help those around me. And this one, you can just dream up for you, make it whatever you want, right? Uh, so the basic premise of my podcast today is that we should all be auditing our time. How are we spending it? And how are we investing it? How could we invest better, right? How could we take inventory of what we're doing? Maybe it's maybe one day you literally write all the stuff down that you do and the amount of time that you spend doing it. Um, and that leads me to my close where I basically just say, are we getting better with time? Are, is your life growing? And are you seeing um, changes? And are you becoming someone who impacts the world around you for better? Or is you're spending your time just kind of consuming things? And I am in that boat, okay? That's why I'm doing 30 days of excellence trying to restart and get into some good habits of saying, I want to invest my time better. And uh, I want to make sure that I, throughout my entire life, am getting better with time. Thanks for listening to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime. Um, all the other stuff I'm doing, I'm putting it on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, uh, YouTube. I am trying to do a video a day on YouTube, basically just make a mini movie of my day. So jump on there, you know, just type my name in, I don't know. And if it's helpful, let me know what are some things that you would like to hear more about. And because uh, obviously, like anything, Nick, this is like, 
me being like, hey, I want to share this with people. Now, of course, I recognize the irony that I just told you to slow down on your social media consumption. Uh, and then I told you to watch all of my stuff and to read it or whatever. And so at the same time, I'm saying, or don't, you know, um, do something else that brings value. But that's my goal is hopefully that uh, the stuff that I am putting out there and sharing with you is valuable and it's uh, possibly a good investment in your time as well. So that's that. Help me um, continue to push hard here. You can keep me accountable. If I slack a day, shoot me a text, shoot me a DM or whatever. But hope you have a great day and I will talk to you tomorrow.